Jesus is risen. Alleluia. Even in this time of fear, anxiety, and doubt, in fact, especially in this time, we must celebrate today because this day is our feast of victory. This is the day when God's light erupted back into the world. This is the day we remember that God has claimed us for himself. If we remember that, if we remember that kinship, that he has made us his sons and daughters, then we must also remember, as St. John told us in his first letter, that God is light and no darkness can find any place in him. If we claim fellowship with him, when all the while we live and move in darkness, it is a lie. Our whole life is an untruth. God dwells in light. If we too live and move in light, there is fellowship between us. And the blood of his son, Jesus Christ, washes us clean from all sin. Sin is with us. If we deny that, we are cheating ourselves. It means that truth does not dwell in us. No, it is when we confess our sins that he forgives us our sins, ever true to his word, ever dealing right with us, and all our wrongdoing is purged away. Especially this imagery of light and dark is extremely timely right now because it comes with the recognition that God is life-giving light and sin is death-dealing darkness. And unlike any other challenge that we, and by we, I mean the entirety of humanity right now, have faced in the last hundred years, many of us aren't exactly sure what to do next. We do not know what really to do, and we are, frankly, quite helpless. In our current situation right now, there is a darkness to the future, a darkness to which we are not accustomed. Even two months ago, this darkness was not there. But in this newfound darkness, we can now see something that has been there all along, something that has always been there, something that we were perhaps too distracted by the things of this world to notice before. Because amidst all of that darkness, there is a light. This light shines in the darkness, a darkness which is not able to master it. This light is Jesus Christ. And today that light shines more brightly than ever as we celebrate the resurrection. Today is a day of rejoicing because today we celebrate the success of Christ's conquest against sin and death, where he has conquered their effects for all of eternity. Today we celebrate the fact that Jesus showed us death is not an end, but a beginning. He took the most frightening aspect of our humanity, death, and he showed 
It is impotent. Jesus, the divine word become flesh, is master over life itself. He is too full of life for death to be able to win. And he has extended to us an invitation to share in this life, his life, which is too strong for death. This is our Easter faith, that by uniting ourselves with the life of Christ, we are no longer subject to the tyranny of death. This light through the darkness shows us the path to unite ourselves with Christ. It illuminates our sins and faults, not to shame us, but so that we might recognize them and overcome them. Because that is how we will grow closer to God. Right now, this light has shown us that we humans are not the masters of nature we thought. Father Raniero Cantalamesa, who preaches to the Pope, so I suppose he's a pretty good source, made this exact point on Good Friday. He said the pandemic of the coronavirus has abruptly roused us from the greatest danger individuals and humanity have always been susceptible to, the delusion of omnipotence. Brothers and sisters, as painful as this recognition might be, the light has shone through the darkness. It has shown us this. It has shown us that by recognizing who the true Lord of creation is and by returning to him, we can be assured that no matter what happens to us, we are on stable and solid ground. And this light does not just show us bad things because it has also shown us something incredible, our human need to be in solidarity with one another. In this time of pandemic, when we are forced to be separate, we in our hearts are not content to be isolated. Look around, people are constantly reaching out, checking on their neighbors. Phone calls, video chats, they're exploding. This light has helped us recognize something critical. We, humanity, are all in this together. This light has shown us that our solidarity must go even deeper than it is now, in fact. Because the true pandemic we face is much more insidious than a few nasty bits of RNA and protein, which is what the coronavirus is. Because this virus, it's non-living, it's a material thing. It can destroy our bodies, no doubt about that. But daily, we confront something much deadlier, and that is sin. Because sin can cause death to our souls. This death is far worse, because it lasts for all eternity unless we turn back to Christ. In fact, it is this primordial plague, sin, that Christ came to cure. Sin is that disease which grows from the leaven of malice and wickedness that St. Paul warns us about in the second reading. And so this light has shown us that our solidarity with our brothers and sisters cannot stop 
with fighting the plague of the coronavirus. We must remember to continue to be brothers and sisters to one another as we fight to eradicate that oldest and deadliest plague of sin. God's strange mercy has brought darkness to the world so that his light might shine all that more clearly. His strange mercy has shone a light on the world that we cannot ignore. And so now we must invite him to shine that same light into the depths of our hearts. We must allow him to break our hearts of stone and give us new hearts to fill us with his Holy Spirit. We must allow him to put within our hearts the leaven of sincerity and of truth. Yeah, it requires admitting that we're not always right. It requires admitting that God's ways are not our ways. But today, that is exactly what we're celebrating, that God's ways are not our, our ways. Our ways led to Adam and Eve turning away from God and hiding themselves and separating humanity from God. Our ways led to the slavery of the Israelites in Egypt, to the pains of exile in Babylon, and to the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. But God's ways showed us from the, at the, even the very beginning, he worked to bring us back to himself. He called out to Adam and Eve, where are you? Humanity cannot hide from the one who loves each one of us so much that he would have created all of this for one of us. God's ways brought his wandering children out of Egypt, out of slavery, and unified them as a nation. God's ways brought Israel home from exile, now purified and united in their faith. And God's ways conquered death through the cross and showed us that death is much too weak to contain any of us. God's ways not only showed us that sin and death are powerless, but that each one of us is called to eternal life. Today, we celebrate the light. We celebrate that God's ways are not our ways. We celebrate the light that came into the world and showed us the way of truth. Let us praise God for that great gift which he has given to us. Let us thank him for that strange, strange mercy that we do not fully understand. And every day, let us ask him to bring us closer to him, to help us to follow him and imitate him so that we can shake free the shackles of sin and death. On Easter Sunday, the apostles recognized something. 
They must never take their Lord's presence for granted again. They would never again deny the power of Jesus Christ. But most importantly, they recognized that their lives had changed and were never going to be the same again. Let us allow the light of Christ into our lives so that we too will be changed and never be the same again.